Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with new morning mercies. So without further ado, Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Today's devotional says this. You have not been left to secure your own future. Because God in grace has secured an end to your story more glorious than you can grasp. You and I absolutely need our lives to be shaped and reshaped by these words. 1 Peter 1, 3-5 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is impossible, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. One of the most common human fears is fear of the future. We all ask, what will happen if... Or what will happen next? Or what is down the road? Embedded in all of this is the hope that we will be secure and things will be all right in the future. It is not insane to wonder about the future. It is not a sin to be concerned about what is to come. It is not wrong to plan for the future. In fact, you should and I should live with the future in view every day of our lives. In some ways, everything that we think, desire, decide, do, and say should be shaped by what is to come. But there's a huge difference between worrying about what you have no power over and resting and what God has revealed about his future plans for you. Peace and hope are never to be found in your efforts to figure out the future. God's secret will is called his secret will precisely because it's a secret. No, real hope is found in living inside the implications of what it means that God holds your future in his wise, powerful, and gracious hands. Peter says, Don't ever let yourself forget that Jesus has purchased a future for you that is better than anything you could ever dreamed of or planned for yourself. If you remember that you have this wonderful future ahead of you, you won't live as if this moment is all you have, and you will be free of the anxiety of fearing that somehow this moment will pass you by. I love the qualifying words that Peter uses to describe our inheritance as children of God. Imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Together they mean that this inheritance is protected and untouchable, Nothing will be allowed to happen that would damage it in any way. It is absolutely secure. But Peter says more. He says that not only is God keeping your inheritance, he's keeping you. He's not only protecting what is to come, he's protecting you. So that when what is to come has come, You will be there to receive it and enjoy it forever and ever. So remember today that no matter how hard your story is right here, 
right now. It is guaranteed for you as God's child that it will end better than anything you can now imagine. And that glory will never end. Yeah, this is so good. And I want to hear your thoughts on like the latter half of it. Yeah. Because I actually got hung up on the first bit. I kind of got my thoughts as you were reading. I don't like to throw around the word revelation very often because I feel mm-hmm. like it deserves a level of respect. Yeah. But I feel like I just had this almost epiphany mm-hmm. of like, wow, I think I've gotten it backwards. I tend to put my trust and my faith in my own power And my faith tends to waver when it comes to putting my trust in God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why is that so? My power is limited. Mm -hmm. My knowledge is limited. My ability is limited. My God's power is not limited. Mm -hmm. My God's knowledge is not limited. My God's ability is not limited. So why is it that I put more faith in my own ability, my own power, my own knowledge, when I serve a God who's the maker of heaven and earth? And I just feel like if you're in that place where you're like me and whenever things get bad, you look to your own wisdom. Mm -hmm. Well, Proverbs says, lean not on your own wisdom. Whenever we're struggling to figure out what God is doing, we need to remember what Isaiah says. It says, for for his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. His are far superior than ours. Mm -hmm. So we need to resort back to what scripture tells us, which is true, than to lean into this own truth that we're kind of fabricating that's not true, to think that we're smarter than him. Mm -hmm. And it's not to attack us, it's to remember, oh, wow, I can persevere here because I know God's got me. But there's this thing that starts happening, and I don't know if it's the enemy. I don't know if it's our sinful desire. I don't know what it is. But we start getting confused, and we start putting our faith, our trust, our our um, hope. our hope, our uh, identity mm-hmm. in things that aren't in Christ. And those things will shrivel. Those things will moth. Those things will rust. Those things will let us down. But God will not let us down. But we need to submit to his will because if we're living in our own will with our own trust and our own ability and our own power, then yes, we will feel let down. But that's a feeling, but that's not truth. And so I got hung up in that first little bit of the devotional. I actually had to think on it a little bit. So No, that's so good. Um, When it comes to kind of the second part of the devotional and how I personally feel like when he's talking about those questions, what's going to happen next? What's down the road? What if, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. And then I think about our world and our culture, our society, and it's ridden with anxiety, depression, and worry. And I wonder if all of that comes from questioning. And where did that begin? That started in the garden, right? Mm -hmm. Did God really say that? And I know we talked about this recently, but I think it's really cool that it's coming up again why do we always question God? Why do we always question God when he says that he has good things in store for us? When he says that your inheritance is secure, that we have this story that is being beautifully written by him. And we always question If he's good, Mm -hmm. if he has good things in store. And I think that we need to do a better job of meditating on who God is 
and what, what Chad was saying, what his truth actually says, because I feel like it's in the questioning that we start putting our security and our identity in self, but it's in the meditating on God's truth that we start to actually find our identity and who he is because it reminds us whose we are. And so I think it all always comes back down to the foundational aspect Mm -hmm. of, are we in scripture every day? Are we in his word every day? Every day, are we taking his truths and writing them on our hearts so that we stop questioning him every day? Right? We want faith that is unwavering. We want faith that doesn't have to see to believe. We want faith that says, God, I have read your word and I know that you are faithful. I also know you are faithful because you've been faithful to me, because I have seen your goodness in my life, because I have felt your grace wash over me. I have seen your providence Mm. over the world. And so I trust my future in your hands so much more than I trust my future in my hands that are so fickle and unworthy and limited. I would so much rather put my life in the care of you. And when we're reminded of that, we can walk in security and without fear of the future. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. And I I do think it boils down to where we're putting our focus. You know, like I think a lot of us and myself included, we're paying too much attention to what God isn't doing and not enough attention to what God is doing. Mm -hmm. But when scripture says, I look to the mountains for where does my help come from? The Lord, the the maker of heaven and earth. He is our Lord. He's the maker of heaven and earth, and we need to not just constantly cast our our eyes on things that he's not doing because we're going to live in this constant state of unhappiness or depression or anxiety because we're not getting our way, but we serve God. Mm -hmm. He's God. We are human, and so we need to remind ourselves that we want his way, not our way. I know it sounds hard because like, we, we are people who have feelings and desires and God does, does give us good gifts, but we need to not get so caught up in those gifts that we start to resent the gift giver. Mm-hmm. Want to pray sign out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that because of Jesus Christ, that our future is secure that we have your grace that is available to us every single day. Father, that you have given us your word that we can read, that we can meditate on, that we can be inspired by, that we can glean from, so that we can walk in the wisdom that is all in your word, Father. I pray against our questioning hearts that we would question your goodness, your faithfulness, and your character, God. But I pray that we would walk in the confidence of who you are, Father. And because of who you are, that we would truly recognize who we are in you. God, would you help us be set apart? 
we don't want to look like the world. We don't want to walk around worried and anxious and discouraged and depressed. We want to walk around as children of light with a joy that is unshakable, with a peace that is unbreakable, Father. We thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you and we praise you, Father. Would you help our worship to you be pure, that we're not serving you to get something, but we're serving you because you are good and you have done imaginably, unimaginably more than we could ever hope, dream of, or desire. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you have good plans for us in store. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.